Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Today, we are getting near the end of 2022, and that is a weird feeling to me. I don't know about you, but it feels like this year has simultaneously dragged on and gone way too fast. And maybe it's just the age that I'm at, or maybe it's the fact that the world slowed down so much a couple years ago, but it feels like we really never had time to stop and see what was going on this year. So we're going to do a modified Planet Forward, which is a challenge that I used to host over on Instagram, where we would take some time to go back and reflect on the year and set some new goals for the next year. Today, we're just going to work on the reflection piece so that we can move forward knowing what in the world we did this year, (laughs) what worked for us and what didn't. And we're going to use a very traditional model to do this. This is used in almost every single company. This was something that we used in ammunitions manufacturing that we used for selling control valves that I used at Target. This is something that People who run teacher-owned businesses use for themselves. It's everywhere. But I just don't feel like it's utilized enough in the regular community. So if you do not own a business and you do not work in an industrial setting, you may have not heard of this or you may have heard of it in passing, but we are going to take and apply a SWOT analysis to our 2022 year. And we're going to look at a few different areas specifically. Now, at the beginning of this year, you probably set some overall goals for yourself. We are very much a kind of New Year's resolution society, and I am not a huge fan of that, but it does give us something to kind of base our year off of. What did you want to achieve this year? Like, what were the three main areas of focus? And if you've gone through and done your winter block scheduling plan for winter break, then you have three pillars that we're trying to focus on during that break. I want you to think of three pillars that you had this year that you wanted to focus on. Generally, I like to break mine down into personal, professional, and then my business, because that's something that I work on in my spare time when I have it. And sometimes I even like to break down professional by my class periods. And sometimes I like to break personal down into things like health or relationships or financial. You can lump it together into a bigger category if you'd like, or you can break it down as small as you want. But we're going to attempt to do three different SWOT analyses, analysis, analyses, analyses, something along those lines. I am not an English teacher, as I always remind my students. We are going to do three SWOTs to look at our year in review. We want to celebrate what we've done, and we want to know what types of things held us back from achieving everything that we wanted to. And we're doing this in a good way. We want to identify these things. So moving forward, we can plan for how to not let it happen again. What does SWAT even stand for? First of all, it's not like a SWAT team. It's not like those people raiding your house. SWAT is spelled S-W-O-T, and it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Threat sounds very aggressive, (laughs) but we're going to start with strengths. And I'm going to give you a few different ways to identify what a strength might be in each of these areas. So let's start with our personal lives. 
a strength in our personal lives is something that really, you know, went well for us. Something that maybe we personally improved. We met a goal for our own health, for our own finances. We spent more time outside. What really went well for you this year? And it takes some real reflection. I don't know about you. I don't remember much of what happened in like March, April timeframe, but I feel like I did something then. So we are going to have to take a real look back, maybe scroll back through your Instagram, see what happened, go through your Snapchat, whatever you need to do. But I want you to really go and dig deep and identify things that went well. In a personal life, it's things that we probably overlook, but the things that we succeeded at. And sometimes it's easier to ask a spouse or a partner or a friend, hey, what is something that you think I, you know, did pretty good this year? And you can always give that feedback to them as well, but it's hard for us to see our own victories. And then professionally, what are some things that you wanted to achieve or you tried new? Even if it didn't go well, (laughs) what did you work your way through this year professionally? For me, I know that I took on a new school, I had to build a new classroom, and I have my new preps this year, again. (laughs) And so I can look at those big things, but I can also break it down and say the things that I've learned, maybe the different approaches that I've taken. I go back through my unit plan and see what types of thoughts that I had for each unit that I think went really well. In fact, I hit this whole new stride just a couple weeks ago about how I can format lessons to help students retain and build their information base without just straight up taking notes. And I was so proud of myself, but unless I put it down somewhere, I will forget about it in a couple more months. But you know what else I did earlier this year? In the last school year, at the end of the year, I feel like I did a really great job helping my students review. I feel like I really created a great sense of classroom community, and I feel like we closed out the year really strong. So I want to put that down too. Maybe yours has something a little bit more to do with test scores. Maybe it is a pass rate. Maybe it is just a new lab or new activity that you tried. Maybe it's that you minimized your classroom. And you didn't bring nearly as much stuff in, so you don't have nearly as much stuff to clean up. Whatever it is, write down all of your strengths for school. And then the last area, whichever you choose, whether it's health, financial, um, for me, it's business and trying to grow outside of the classroom a little bit. Maybe you're trying to learn a new language. Maybe you went back to school. Write down anything that was a win for you there. And I feel like this is the most important piece. We don't recognize those wins enough. So I want you to really like soak in it and just pat yourself on the back. Because next up, we have our weaknesses. What didn't work? (laughs) What was a straight up fail? Or you tried something and it was not for you or you fell off the wagon. And maybe you like I bought a new workout program earlier this year. I was so pumped about it. And you know what? Didn't use it. My husband bought a rower (laughs) earlier this year and we have not touched it for the six months before we moved and since we've moved back in June. So we have a lot to go there. But a weakness, I feel like, isn't something that is a pure and total failure. It's something that we weren't as strong to follow through and complete or we were strong enough to know that it wasn't for us and we backed out. You can consider either of those two ways. 
And personally, a lot of things happen that we perceive as weaknesses. And I don't think that we struggle to come up with our own downfalls. So I don't even really want to dig too much into that because I want you to keep looking back at your strengths and realize how far you came. For school, there's always something that we want to improve on. I don't know a single teacher who's like, you know what? I'm perfectly fine as is. I am the best that I will ever be. That's just not the nature for educators. And we should feel okay with where we're at. But there is always an area that we can improve in or that we want to improve in or that we are districtly mandated to improve in. Then we have opportunities. I love to see opportunities as kind of like the beginning of a race. When I step foot here, what am I capable of? What are things that I can go through and achieve? And what things are limitless for me? Like no holding back. What do I want to go after? What kind of themes do I see moving forward in my life? What did I set myself up for with my successes? Or what things did I kind of flop on this year, but it's still an opportunity for me to grow moving forward? Personally, opportunities, I think there's things that we're always improving on when it comes to health. Maybe you want to challenge yourself to a 5K a month. That was actually a really great gateway for me to start getting in shape. So I might have to try that again. For school, opportunities can be trying out a new format for your units, trying out a new planning system. If you like my unit plan kit, I know I love it. So it could be worth a shot. Maybe it is minimizing your classroom. Maybe it is trying to create new varieties of note-taking methods for your students. For me, I'm going to try to include more sketch noting. Maybe not in this next semester, but I want to work on it and improve it so that next fall I can implement it. And that's an opportunity for me professionally. Now, within whatever your third category is, your opportunities are pretty limitless. I know for me on the business side of things, I really want to grow this podcast and I want to make sure that I'm following along with the things that are actually helping people out. I want to have some open-ended Q&A sessions here. I want to have guests. I want to be kind of the number one resource for busy teacher moms who are just trying to simplify in their life. So I have a whole list that I made earlier today of my opportunities for this podcast in the next year. And I'm so excited. For you to hear them. Now, threats. Threats sound scarier than they are. When we think of a threat, we think of something that is going to come attack us, that we're like waiting to just jump around the corner. But in fact, when we look at a SWOT analysis, threats are the things that we know tend to slow down or impede our progress towards those opportunities. So if I know that a threat to me working out is the fact that I am watching my kids play for like 20 something hours a week and I'm not doing anything. Well, the threat is that I will choose to not utilize my time because I'm watching my kids. So I can start building in a way to combat that threat. So if my threat is I don't have time to work out because I'm watching my kids, maybe I can tie an opportunity to that saying that the rec center that just opened up in my town has childcare. So I can go work out while they're watched. Or maybe I can create an opportunity where my husband has more one-on-one time with the kids and I have scheduled workout time and then we can flip-flop. Threats can be things like 
big celebrations. Maybe you want to do a no-spend November next year, but you know that you always shop for Christmas in November. That's obviously a threat. That's going to threaten your ability to complete that challenge. So how can we work to plan ahead for it? How can we kind of figure out a way around it? What is something that can stop us from spending all that money in November or prepare earlier in the year so that we have gift cards, which for me do not break a no spend? How can we work around it? So thinking through threats. Now, a threat at school, I'm just going to go ahead and clarify this. It's towards the goals that you want to achieve. So for me, a threat might be, hey, I have a new prep next year. It's an AP class. It's going to take a lot of time. I'm potentially teaching chemistry next year. Chemistry is a threat to me because it's a challenge and it's it's a good challenge, but it's not something I want to like dig my teeth into, but I know that I want to be excited about it. Those threats are less something that is scary as much as it feels like it's going to hinder my ability to move towards my opportunities. So all we're doing right now is identifying your strengths from this past year in three areas of your life. What went well? What did you succeed at? What are you proud of? Weaknesses. What's something that you could do better at? What's something that you wish you stuck with? Or what's something that really just fell to the wayside because it was not for you? Opportunities. What are some opportunities that are exciting to you, that are goal setting, that are pushing you to improve in these three areas? What are things you want to achieve? What are some options that you can take? And then threats are not scary, but things that we know are going to challenge our ability to complete the opportunities that we want laid in front of us. The things that are going to slow down our progress and the things that make achieving goals just a little bit or a lot harder. And we're just going to make those lists for now. We're going to come back to this and then work on a goal plan and plan for our best year ahead. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineer does education so we can build a simple system together.